0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: So the spirit of faith, now listen to this statement, the spirit of faith works simultaneously at the same time with the divine nature and the two work together. And so faith won't work following the human nature. Faith will only work following the spiritual nature or the divine nature of the God That lives on the inside of the born again believer
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us The word of faith has been settled in heaven We invite you to stay tuned to today's program If you can't, we invite you to visit our website At VictoriousLiving.org There you'll find other audio and video resources To help you in your Christian walk and now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the word of faith has been settled in heaven.
1: And then we find in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, we're going to get to faith here just in a moment. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Now notice the reading of it. Sometimes we read it too fast uh, and may not get the grasp the wonderful truth that's in it whereby are given unto us, or we could say it this way, whereby is given unto me. Why don't we say that? uh, Whereby it is given to me exceeding great and precious promises. By these exceeding great and precious promises, boy, I hear four or five of you that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. So now you have been birthed from a human nature and in the born again experience, you received a divine nature. So you've got a divine nature in your inner man and you have a human nature in your outside or carnal or fleshly man. And what's happening people, these two are vying against one another. Amen. And so with the divine nature, we are to conquer the human nature because the divine nature has God in it, has the power of God in it. And all that God is, the divine nature has that in it because I am born of God. Amen. I'm born again. Amen. And so uh, let me read it all to you again whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Not just promises, but Peter here calls it exceeding great and precious promises. Wow. I mean, mean, that really sets it apart, doesn't it? That by these exceeding great and precious promises, you might be partakers of the divine nature that is in you. Amen having escaped by, by receiving these, these exceeding great and precious promises, I have escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So the more of the exceeding great and precious promises I receive, the greater is my resistance against sin. Greater is my resistance against what sin offers, what sin brought into the world. And so the new nature is made up of the particulars of God or of God's nature. I have the nature of God in me. I'm not looking out yonder for God. I'm looking inward to God for I am the temple of God. God dwells in me and I have the assurance of the promise. I will never leave you nor forsake you So my attention must be turned to my inward nature, which is the spiritual nature, the nature of God. And when I turn that inward to express it in my words and in my actions, I receive what? Exceeding great and precious promises. So we never should ask God why? How come you didn't do that? And never point our blame at God because we didn't receive, what do we do? We point our finger at us because there's some of the particulars of God's nature, of the faith of God that I am omitting. And so I need to incorporate those things that are of God that comes out of my spirit, I need to incorporate that into my thinking, my meditation, my words, and my actions so that the exceeding great and precious promises will be in my life. And there I put up a barrier to the resistance that Satan is opposing me with, amen. So I can proclaim to you that greater is he, greater is this nature. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So we can see then let, let me just, you know, speak it like I got it. Amen. When the word comes in a corrective manner or matter or manner, a corrective word when come when rejected, you have rejected it with your spiritual nature a person has rejected it with their spirit. uh, 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 Let me get that right. They, They have rejected that with the human nature. I'm sorry. I got that. I got that mixed up there. But when, when I reject God's direction, I am operating in the human nature, which God didn't make promises for my human nature. He made it for my spiritual nature which brings blessing to my outside man, to my flesh man. All right. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. That's how sin got in the world was through lust. Eve looked at the tree and wondered what would happen if she ate it. The lust, the desire, the desire is a better word there, that the desire overwhelmed Eve to want to know what that fruit tasted like amen. and the desire to be in good standing with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, order, in order to have peace yeah. at the house. Yeah. Adam followed that, amen and he ate because the lust, you know, to want whatever or to have whatever, then we see then that Eve and Adam together introduced that and it's called sin. Amen. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So that's why we're instructed in the scriptures not to lust after things that are wrong, not to desire things that God has not given to us in the exceeding great and precious promises. So sin entered into the world because of lust or the desire for man to oppose God. So Eve opposed God, amen. But so we won't dwell on Eve, bless her heart. She's just been whooped all these years from preachers. (laughs) So this new nature is made up of the particulars of God's nature. We call it the fruit of the spirit along with obedience to God dictated to us by the fruits of the spirit that we are to operate in. We know all about that in the Galatian letter, the fruit of the spirit. And so the spirit of faith, now listen to this statement, the spirit of faith work simultaneously at the same time with the divine nature and the two work together. And so faith won't work following the human nature. Faith will only work following the spiritual nature or the divine nature of the God that lives on the inside of the born again believer. And so what happens is this, the new nature, that is in me and you that are all who are born again. The new nature is made up of the particulars of God. What is one of the major particular of God at the top of the list? God is love. And so we see that is the, uh, a predominant virtue or characteristic of Almighty God that has been imparted by the new birth into me in this new, new creation that he's made me to be. I am to overwhelm my flesh nature with the spirit nature, the nature of God, and put my human nature under my feet so that I am always operating in the love of God in the faith of God and all of the things that I could add that that I won't go through this, this morning here. So the spirit of faith is a typical lifestyle of the believer. Now listen to what I'm saying to you. The spirit of faith, not just having faith on one occasion or having a faith on Monday and not having it anymore until Saturday. The spirit of faith is a lifestyle. We live our life in the style of, of faith, of the God kind of faith, birthed out of the love of God. So wh- how do we live our lifestyle? By love. What's the rest of them? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, generous, goodness, meekness, and temper. That's the lifestyle of the spirit of faith because faith works by faith love. So if love's out, you're not in the lifestyle. We're not a person is not in the lifestyle of faith. So you have to examine yourself. Paul told us, I believe it's in the Corinthian letter. He said, examine yourself and see whether or not you're in the faith. Amen. Do you hold grudges against people? Now, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to speak it like I got it. Do you hold offense against people? Do you criticize people? Do you, are you unkind to people? That is not the divine nature directing you or me or any person. I'm just included in in it just as much as anyone else is. So when it seems faith has failed, it is not God holding back to teach us patience. I said, when it seems like God is holding back, it is not God holding back to teach us faith. No, it is simply if God is holding back, there is a blockade. There's a door shut somewhere. There's a gate closed somewhere in my life or in my faith. There's a door that is, Closed, Galatians chapter three, verses six through nine, even as Abraham believed God, that is a powerful statement, even just like Abraham believed God, even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. God counted righteousness to us when we believed. We didn't work for it. We didn't earn it on our own. But when we believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ, God accounted that to us as being in right standing with himself. I cannot get in right standing with God except I go through Jesus. That's the only way I can do that is to go through Jesus. So even as Abraham believed God, now that's a key phrase there because you have to find out how did Abraham.
0: It's our hope that today's message, the word of faith has been settled in heaven, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842 7896. Again, that number, 1 800 842 7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request 37. Today's special offer number is 37. From Pastor Cowan and the Congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.